welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin. I'm a transformation and human design guide who is passionate about guiding women to be the most authentic versions of themselves. This podcast is all about self-discovery, self-empowerment, wellness, healing, parenting, mental health, spirituality, you name it, we're going to talk about it. This podcast and this space is all about helping you along on your own self-project journey. So welcome. Let's sit back and we'll dive right in today. the show today. I am super excited to be able to uh, have on the show today, Jennifer Thuriet. And Jennifer is a productivity coach and she helps coach creatives who hustle and teaches them how to break free from the busy trap. Oh, so important. So important because how many of us have not gotten caught in just that cycle of busy, just in life, in our career, you know, whatever it is. And so I really would love to just turn it over to you, Jennifer, if you want to just share more about yourself with us, share a little bit more of your story and let us know uh, kind of how it all weaves together to lead you to why you wanted to help people with this. Fantastic. Yes. Thank you, Christy, for having me here today. I'm super excited. Um, my name is Jen and I my company is called Life After Busy, like she said, and I came here um kind of my origin story, I guess you say, um, came in a moment when I just had an ugly breakdown cry session on a yoga mat um, about two, almost two years now, it'll be two years in August. Um, I had just lost my mom to brain cancer and she was only 67 years old and we battled it. Um, I was just right by her side. I was, I still live like five minutes from the house that I grew up in. So I was very close to my parents and it just gave me that moment where I was like, oh my God, you know, time is truly precious. And I've always been a nerd about productivity and time management, but out of college, I studied journalism. I've always been a writer. I worked for a bit out of school and then put my life in my own dreams on hold to raise my family. I had two kids. Um, and that just gave me the moment. I'm like, why am I, I, I want to have family, but I also want to pursue my dreams. And that just gave me that moment. I'm like, oh my gosh, time is so limited. And I love studying this stuff. So it made me want to dive in deeper and nerd out, I guess, a little bit more on productivity and time management and to teach those tools to other women that may be doing the same thing, whether they have a side hustle and they're struggling to keep afloat or they're putting their dreams on pause because they're raising their family. So that's how I got to be where I am today. Oh, wow. How much I resonate with that story because um, as much the same way, I, I left my uh, nursing career to raise my family. And then it was at the same time, it was like, oh, but I still want to pur pursue the dreams that are mine. So I, I love that you bring that up. And this, this time, this idea of time is precious. Um, I know that with uh, COVID and the pandemic, and I think that this has been case for a lot of people, it, it forced us to slow down. It forced us to stop that 
busyness trap that we get in of just life and going from kind of one activity to the next to the next. And, um, oh gosh. And I felt like that's where I really started to, uh, make my shifts too, of like, what am I doing? Hustling around all the time. Not, uh, I'm always somewhere else. I'm never where I'm at, you know, always somewhere else. So it really helped kind of bring that into perspective for me. So um, I, I'm, I'm obsessed with this idea of uh, getting away from that hustle trap too, because I think that we've become, you know, well, and growing up, like such a hustle culture, go out and make things happen, like work really hard, work all day, like on your dreams, doing this. And so that idea of um, that you you know, just by structuring things a certain way or, or learning these productivity things that we can get the things that you actually need to get done. It's a little bit of an amount of time. It's amazing. So um, I'd really love to talk about, I myself also suffer with ADHD. So <laughs> this idea sometimes of um, uh kind of uh, managing the busyness or not getting distracted by things. Yes. Um, yes. I would love to hear if you kind of have some tips on that. How do you help manage other distractions and, and interruptions? So it's funny that you say that ADHD. So this is actually why I came to um, the methodology that I use is I'm a very type A person. I'm, I like my lists and my planners, but I married a husband who's very opposite me. And we have kid, two kids with ADHD diagnoses. And after going through and struggling and, and trying to learn how to help them both, I've realized my husband has it as well. So I came to the realization that everyone's brain is different. They talk about that a lot when you're learning in school, like you're a visual learner, you're a kinesthetic learner, um, but not so much after really. And our brains are still working the same. So we can still use the, that um, cognitive understanding and apply it to the principles of productivity and time management. And on my website, um, I'm happy to, to send you a link. I actually have an assessment tool that will help you decide there's four different styles of productivity style, I guess is the, the terminology I use. It's um, planner, prioritizer, arranger, and visualizer. <clears throat> so I'll kind of give you a brief description of all four. Um, and the way you handle just, I'm, this is a long way to answer your question. The way you handle interruptions and distractions can be different depending on how you process your, your time and your productivity. So a prioritizer is somebody who's very numbers driven, who's very data driven, um, wants to just get to the, get to the goal, the, the end analytical sort of person doesn't maybe sometimes come across harsh and has a hard time dealing with people that are, um, lots of emojis in their text messages and lots of words in their emails. So that's the prioritizer. The planner is me, like lots of lists, very detail oriented, um, 
has a process or a system for how they do everything. So that's a planner. And then an arranger, I'm guessing you might fall into this, Krista, but I could be wrong, is somebody who works, who likes to work with people. They're very people-driven. They're very collaborative, emotional, um, always think, thinking about who else they can bring in on a project to get to that goal. And then the visualizers are your big picture thinkers, right? Like those you tend to be like the CEOs of companies, but they don't, they kind of get lost when it comes down to the details. So those are the four different styles and there's different tools for each person on what works best for them. Um, but to get to interruptions and, and distractions, um, I classify those into two. So there's internal interruptions. So the little ideas that pop up in your brain right? And then the external interruptions. So the kids that are busting into your office when you're trying to get things done. So the internal interruptions are the ones that are harder to deal with. Because if you think about it, if you're working on a project and all of a sudden you have a thought, it's harder to redirect your own brain to go back to that project that you're working on, that transition time to move back. Because sometimes you're like, oh, I just need to like make that phone call really quick. And then all of a sudden you're 20 minutes later, you're done with the phone call and you're like, what was I working on again? Versus an external interruption. Hopefully you can just close the door or whatever. And sometimes you can't, but um, the best way to work with internal interruptions is I use the analogy of a windshield. So think of it like a car, car windshield. So you're driving down the road and you see that building, you know, a mile away, that, that's your goal. And a semi-truck drives by and drives through a puddle of mud and splatters mud all over your windshield. Well, that windshield is your mindset and the mud is that internal distraction that keeps coming up. So first you need to identify what the mud is. So the best way to do that is just really, you're working, um, make just jot a note down so you identify what those distractions are and then you have to have a plan for how you're going to deal with that so whether that's something you look at when you're done with your project whether you look at it when you're done with your day i like to i have a weekly planning session so i spend every sunday morning before my kids get up i just kind of write down all the stuff i need to do and then i have a time to process that because you can identify it but if your brain doesn't know that you have a plan to deal with it it's going to keep coming up again and again but once you have a place to park that it's like clearing your windshield and then you can drive and have a better view of where you're going so those are your internal distractions right so those are the things that are coming up in your head the external distractions this is the stuff we hear all the time. So silence your phone, turn off all the bings and pings. One thing I like to do with my clients is um, talk about the environment that they're working in. So if you're working from home, if you have a home office, or maybe even it's just your kitchen table, go and sit in that space and just be quiet for like 60 seconds and listen to what noises happen because there may be something that's coming up that you don't even like maybe your refrigerator makes a funny noise and it starts you thinking about oh what am I gonna make you know whatever it is so pay attention to what those are in your environment and then also if you're working on a computer um I'm just dropping all the all kinds of info at you there's things called web blockers some people may or may not be familiar with but you can just say you want to work on a word document for the next 60 minutes 
um, you turn on that web blocker and you literally like create blocks for you to go to any other device. So you can't go check your Instagram feed. You can't go check your email. You have to turn your computer off and turn it back on again. So it's just another barrier. So that's a great way of dealing with ex external and then also communicating. I mean, I know you were saying you had kids from five to 15, right? Yeah, they're nine, nine to 15. <laughs> nine to 15, sorry. No. So your kids are old enough to get yeah. it. Some, if you have toddlers, it's a little bit harder to deal with, but just simply saying, okay, this is our, you know, at breakfast or whatever, mommy's got to work from nine to noon. And then I'm going to come out at noon and we can have lunch together. And you could tell me what's going on with your day. Um, I really need this time to get some work done. These are where it's okay to interrupt me. So to come up with rules for interruption with them. And you're going to have to probably repeat it a hundred times yeah. before, you know, and I still do. I, I do it all the time, but my kids know. They know. And I think with, with time and practice, that will, um, that will help create those boundaries for you and, and minimize the interruptions and distractions. Like this. Yeah. Yeah. These are, yeah. So these are the distractions that are happening. The dog threw up. <laughs> the, kid, the kid is distracted. By that. <laughs> so, um, you know, and I love that. Um, so many of those things. I love the simple idea of like what noises are happening because I thought, oh my gosh, that's never something that I've done because literally just, just sitting here in silence, we can get so distracted. Like you said, by hearing something, hearing the fridge, hearing, um, you know, like just this morning, my computer, I was doing some iMovie editing and things like that. And really my computer doesn't have the processing speed to do that. So my fan in there is just like, <laughs> And I'm like, I should back up my stuff. I should probably start going through and deleting things. So then I'm like starting to clean out my computer and I'm like, whoa, that wasn't even on your list today. Like, so, um, so, so I love these tips like that. But like you said, if you schedule like, okay, I know my fans going crazy. I'm going to schedule. Yeah. And just writing it down and maybe it's not something you're going to get to for like another six months, but at least your brain, your brain doesn't have to hold that anymore. And it'll allow you to have more room to focus on what you need to be working on. I love that. I call it a brain dump, like just taking yeah. all the yep. crap that's in my head. I usually do it in the morning, just like everything that's in my head, write it down. And now like, let's look at it and what needs to be addressed. What doesn't, what's just a random thought. What's, you yeah. Know. yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm loving, loving, loving these tips. Um, I love how you really uh, broke it down to like internal versus external environment too, because uh, I'd never, you know, I focus so much on the external because like I said, I'm working with my kids at home and like, I'm constantly distracted by things Then I was like, oh my gosh, the internal as well that, you know, something as, as quick as sparking an idea or I'll think about like, Oh, I want to create this new workshop. And then it's like, I'm, you know, working on that all day. And I'm like, Christy, you never finished what you were supposed to be working on. And now you've jumped over to something else. So love how you're saying, watch these internal cues as well as the external. Yeah. Those are the ones that are harder to recover from because yes. it's just, a, it's a, idea that your brain wants to focus on where the external you're like, Oh, it's just a bother, but the internal yes. ones are hard. Oh my gosh. And I love like your, your assessment as well. So uh, we'll include a link of that in the show notes so that people will be able to scroll down 
and um, go and take that assessment. Because when you were reading through the descriptions, I thought, oh, prioritizer, that's definitely my husband. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm, I'm definitely part arranger. I feel like I have a little bit of planner too, because I can get detail oriented yeah. with the things I want to, right. with the things that I'm like excited about. So um, I, I think that that was such, such a cool thing. And I, I love that you say like different tools, not the same thing's going to work for everybody. Yeah. And it's a lot thing. of times we're just given these tools and you don't even know where you, like maybe you picked it up in high school or college and you never thought twice. And that might not be the right tool for you. I mean, if you're a visual person and you're using a planner, it's probably, you know, maybe it's a super boring, you know, there's some cool planners out there, but just a little tweak or even there's so many apps, there's so many productivity apps and tools and it works for some people and it doesn't work for others. Yes. I, oh God, I really love that you bring that up too, because, um, I feel like I've tried all those different things. I tried a digital planner and like keeping it in my calendar. And I'm like, this is good for keeping me on track, but I don't, it doesn't let me see like the big picture of like my week or my month. So I also have a paper planner where everything gets written down in. And, um, I found just like pen to paper is the best the best for me to like keep organized and keep on track. So I think that's so interesting that you brought that up because I'm like, oh, that's right. Like, I'm not crazy about like digital planners or like I have to pen to paper for some reason. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good way to process your thoughts for sure. I'm just loving all of these different um, things that you gave us. I love the web blocker thing that you said. I actually have one on my Facebook. So when I get onto my Facebook on my computer, it doesn't show any posts. Like it just shows a quote. I can't remember what the original name of it was. It just shows a nice little quote and then like it's blank. So then from there, I'm like, I can go to like the group I need to go to, or I can go post something and I'm not like caught in the scroll. So cold Turkey is the name of the blocker that I use on my, um, my computer. Yeah. But there's, there's a bunch of them out there. Um, and then another thing um, that helps a lot with not so much distractions, I think more like with focus is taking breaks. I think a lot, a, a lot of times people, we feel like we're getting interrupted so many times that we don't take the breaks that we need. Um, and there's so much scientific data out there to support like taking every like 45 minutes to an hour. We really need to take a break. You're either going to take a break or burnout's gonna make you take a break. So it's better to be intentional about your break time. And even if it's just 30 seconds of getting up from your chair, and I actually love this idea um, of getting up and refilling your water because everyone needs to drink more water a day, every day. So get up and fill up, fill up your water. And then you'll also be taking more breaks because you're probably taking more bathroom breaks. And then when you sit down to focus on whatever your task is, so you're writing something out or you're working on a project, just a little mindset. So taking like three deep breaths and telling yourself to release what you've been working on and set your intention of what you wanna work on going forward. And just the combination of movement and that mind cleansing breath and setting your intention will really help you be focused. 
I love that you bring up that aspect too, because while you're talking, I'm just thinking too, that sometimes um, I get interrupted maybe so much, or sometimes like it takes me a, a little bit to kind of get into the flow of something, especially when I'm like writing content. That's <laughs> one of my things that, that I struggle with. So when I finally get into the flow of it, being taken out with those interruptions can even sometimes lead to just like this irritability or this, um, you know, just this like, oh, well, I'm not going to do anything today because I can't get anything done. So love that you bring in mindset because sometimes you are going to have days like that where it's just like, oh, we might as well scrap today. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I love that you bring that into to just, you know, take a couple deep breaths. And I often say too, like, what's, one thing that was powerful for me, <laughs> one thing that was really powerful for me is uh, I used to be like the queen of to-do list as well. But my problem was I put like 10 or 15 things on it and I couldn't get. So I think this was after I read um, my first kind of dive into productivity was with uh, Brian Tracy's book, Eat That Frog. And, uh, and so I kind of started with that. I'm like, what are two to three, two to three things that I really need to focus on and get done today? And what's the one thing that I'm not looking forward to the most, because that's the one that I'm going to do first. So I felt like that really, uh, you know, that really was helpful for me as well, but I still fall into this trap of just interruptions and distractions working on something that I'm not even supposed to be working on. So I, I think these tips have been, have been super helpful and so great. And one, a tool, another tool I have on my, up on my website is, um, you know, sometimes you just have to, you got to go with whatever the day is throwing at you. Right. And you can sit back and at the end of the day or the end of your, your week, whatever it is, and reflect on what happened and how you can better prepare for that next time around. So say it's your kid that's coming in and they need a snack. I don't know. It's just an example. Right. And they're like, okay, I just need to tell my nine-year-old that there's snacks in the pantry and you can help yourself. Right. So just something as simple as that, but in the moment you might not be thinking about it. And then after looking back, so I have a whole, um, download where it's all just reflection prompts to, to meet your goals. So whether it's a yearly, monthly, weekly, daily goals, just to kind of prompt those thoughts on why didn't I get this thing done today? Did I put too many things on my list? Did I not communicate my boundaries better? Um, so that's another really great tool is just using reflection and, and nobody knows as well as you do wh why things went wrong, right? <laughs> Yes. I'm like, that's absolutely true because I, I, yeah, <laughs> there's times that I'm in such a rush to get up here. I'm like, did I check in with everybody and let them know? And sometimes you do. And like you said, it's like, I checked in with you. Why are you here? <laughs> so things happen. So, you know, I love that. Just like we do our best to, you know, set this plan for ourselves so that we, we are able to stay on track, but just understanding that, yeah, things are going to happen and, and come in and we can flow with it as well. <laughs> Right. And I think it makes you a better mom too. Like, okay, we're going to deal with this. And then at the end of the day, you're like, all right, so you walked in while mommy was recording a podcast. Like, how could we help dealt with this better? You know, and get the kids involved. And that always makes for better buy-in, I think, from the kiddos when they're helping problem solve a little bit too. Yes. Yes. I love that. So what I would love to know is if somebody's listening and they want to come and work with you, what ways are you uh, working with others? Do you do one-to-one? -one? Do you have any kind of group programs? Right now I'm doing one-to-one -one coaching. 
Um, and I will do a productivity and style assessment. That's a free thing on my, my website, but then we can dive in deeper and find tools. And then um, it's a combination of both modules, like video modules, and then we do one-on-one -on -one coaching. So they would have access to um, my online classes forever. And then um, I have a, a one-time session and then a three-month session. So those are the two different ways we can work together. Awesome. And where are they able to find you at online and on social media? So my website is thelifeafterbusy.com. Um, the platform I'm probably on the most is Instagram. And my handle is at Jen Thurier, my last name, T-H-E-U-R-I-E-T. And then I'm also on LinkedIn um, a little bit. I'm trying to trying to get on LinkedIn a little bit more because that seems to be a, a you know a good platform for entrepreneurs. Yes, I noticed that I've been getting you know I have a profile on there, but I never do anything on there. But I noticed that there's been a lot of like uh, kind of activity there. It's like people want to add you to the network, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I probably <laughs> should get my game together over there. But <laughs> oh, and the other thing I forgot, I just started doing um, live coaching. So the, the last Friday of every month, I'll do live coaching on Instagram. So if somebody wants to hop on and just do like a live, and if I have a form on my website where they can send a question if they don't want to get, you know, out of their PJs and their messy bun for the day, they can <laughs> just submit it. a question. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. So as we kind of close out, did you have, I feel like you've already given us so many awesome tips and tools and resources of where we can come to learn more and take the assessment. So kind of closing out, do you have any maybe final thoughts or final tips for us? I would just say, just don't, don't give up. I mean, I, it's so sad when people just think I can't, I can't be productive. I, I don't know how to manage my time. And it's, there's tweaks that you can make and they can be small just with the tools that you're, you're using to organize yourself, or maybe it's something in your environment. Um, but don't give up, keep making those changes and using reflection to see how it's working. And you're going to get there maybe little baby steps at a time, but it's, it's possible for everyone. You just need to figure out how it works for you. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, and I love just the, the baby steps, start with little baby steps and just incorporating little things. So you can find what works for you. I love that. So I have to say, Jen, thank you so much for being on today, for giving your time, for sharing with us. It has been a pleasure to have you here on the show. Absolutely. Thank you, Christy, for this opportunity. And I've loved chatting with you. Thank you for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. Come and connect with me over on Instagram at underscore Christy Martin and let me know what your takeaways were and what you want to hear more of. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of these awesome episodes. Leave a review if you love the show and I will see you next time.